My, my juices flow all the time. Absolutely, absolutely. You know as much as I know. Right now, we've been able to stuff to stuff. The curse is broken. NC State fans, finally. <laughs> finally. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. I mean, that's a triple play. Wolfpack ain't for soft. It ain't for soft people. Welcome back to Law of the Wolf. I'm your host, Joe Giglio. Scott Wood will be back next week. Uh, special type of format this week because I wanted to talk about NC State women and I want to talk about the NC State men. And you know me, I, I have been known to be slightly critical of NC State. I, I kind of think I'm being honest, but for the most part, though, I, I can understand how some people might think that I am critical. So I think it's important when NC State does something right that I point that out and I praise that for them. The play for K game is the best thing that any team, any school does in this area. Uh, the Kayao Cancer Fund and the research to help breast cancer. Uh, if you don't know, you, you know, one in nine women are going to be affected. And if you don't know, my wife is one of those women. My wife, Jessica, she's a five-year survivor now, went through treatment in 2019 and was there on Monday night at Reynolds Coliseum. And it's a special event. And it's one of those things where you can't really explain to someone unless they've been in it. And I remember getting to the building last night and this is the second time that she has participated. And this is the marking her fifth year. And she said, man, I, I didn't want to come my first year because I didn't want to jinx it. And last night you heard women on the floor. They, it's such a great, a process and ceremony that they do at halftime where they bring out in different groups in the years that they have survived. And, you know, the first group is zero to two years. And she's, my wife said to me before we got to the building, I, I didn't want to come because I didn't want to jinx it. And I remember thinking, okay, I, I'm one of those people. I'm with you. I don't want to jinx anything either. And, you know, the woman last night said, who's in the three to five group, each group has a person who speaks for them. And the woman last night goes, she, kind of pointed to the the zero to two group she said that's the hardest group to come out and and make sure that we applaud for them because obviously they're still going through it and they're still fighting it and you do have that sense of not wanting to jinx anything but then you know you see uh, the sisterhood and you see the shared humanity of the people who have struggled to go through what they have gone through and and to be there and to understand that those people know that and to see the examples of the people who have survived and have fought and it's such a great event and i just want to bring up the page it's 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 kyao.com uh i know there's a lot going on in, in the world and i know not i'm you know it's been a crazy year for me as well but uh, if you can it's really simple if you go to kyao.com you can donate and you can understand uh that that money that you're giving is going to go and help and it will legitimately help save someone's life so please uh, if you can do that and again I, I mentioned it's the best thing that anything any school or team does in this area not because it's uh, near and dear to my heart and my family's heart but because there's more than a thousand games it goes down to the high school middle school level where they'll play these games the play for k games and raise money for the ko cancer fund so and for obviously <laughs> taking a half a step back for those who don't know k Yao was the women's basketball coach at NC State, Hall of Fame basketball coach, started the program there. Uh, you obviously are more familiar, potentially, if you're a more recent NC State fan, who with her sister, Debbie, who was the athletic director there. 
And uh, it's such a great homage to her. And, you know, Coach Yao, uh, if you're not familiar, was very public in her fight with breast cancer. And, and I think that's a big part of helping all of this process. And, you know, the, the success that she had even after, you know, the first bout that she had with breast cancer is tremendous. And, you know, one of the all-time winningest coaches, not only in the ACC, but NCAA history. NC State went to the Final Four in 98. Uh, she also was the head coach of the uh, gold medal Olympic winning team. So uh, just truly, and, and uh, one of those kind souls who not only wanted to promote her sport, but obviously uh, believed in this unbelievable cause before her death and uh, a true warrior and a true uh, legend for NC State. And so it's it's great to see her honored the way that she is. Now, of course, the best way to honor uh, Coach Yao is not only by uh, helping support the cause, but also the way that the the women's team is playing. And you know, quite frankly, the the NC State women are are on a different level right now. They're twenty and two in the season, eight and two in the league. They are number th- ranked number three in the country for whatever that's worth. Uh, right now, projected to be a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. Slight irony alert: the team they played last night, Louisville was the one who got the number one seed that NC State probably in the region without UConn two years ago. So Westmore has won. Uh, Westmore, you know, former assistant for KO, came back, was hired by Debbie, uh, has done an unbelievable job uh, resurrecting the program. And, you know, the way that they've, the way that they play, the way that they're built right now, I, I got to tell you, I love their guards. And I think Isaiah James and Sanaya Rivers, James in particular, whew, she's a dog. You want to talk about a bus driver. Um, she can really go. And I think those are the kind of guards that you have to have to win in March. And I, they're going to be a really tough out. And they already have the wins over Colorado and UConn, which are going to set them up well. Um, they get Virginia Tech on Thursday. They're already coming off of a win over Carolina at home. And now Louisville at home last night. I thought James, again, was spectacular. And this team uh, is truly the embodiment of of what Coach Yao would have wanted to see. Tough team. Uh, different parts. They have some good bigs. Little light on shooting, but I, I do like I do like James and and Rivers kind of as bus drivers. Really athletic guards, and you know Wes, uh, as my old colleague Jonas Pope pointed out, they had four players leave that team from last year. You know for whatever reason the team fell apart last year, but they went back. Wes went back to the drawing board, added some new parts, and now they're twenty and two on the season. So again, wanted to give. Uh, props not only to Westmore, but the people at the KO Cancer Fund for putting on such an unbelievable event, um, seeing the survivors out there at the different stages and just the encouragement that they give each other really is, um, and, um, you know, we kind of, you know, this is a podcast and I'm talking about NC State sports and a couple of weeks ago, I talked to Eric Kramer and, you know, you, you realize there's a real world out there and this is one of those real world events so uh, definitely wanted to give NC State credit for that and also wanted to give Westmore uh, props for a five-game winning streak now in the league. That's really kind of helped get them. Now Virginia Tech's another tough, tough test for them on Thursday. I love, the, I love the quarters format in women's basketball. I wish the men would go to that as well. So I enjoyed the game on Monday night, enjoyed the way that they played and looking forward to seeing what they can do in the NCAA tournament. Now, this is the Law of the Wolf. I am Joe Giglio, and we are going to move on to a little bit of men's basketball. But first, of course, we want, we like to keep our lights on in the Giglio household. 
We have Mosquito Authority, Pest Authority. Hayes Lancaster is the OG OG. He supports us. There is no OG media without Hayes. And you want to take care of the pests inside your house, bugs inside, bugs outside, moisture underneath the house. Uh, super Gold Star listener Troy called Mosquito Authority, had no idea, had never even heard of them before us, reached out to them, bugsbite.com, and he said, the moisture barrier under the house to protect from mold and mildew really is a game changer. So it's not just bugs, but obviously that is their specialty. But check them out. It's bugsbite.com. And then, of course, the, the market is coming down. And Scott Wood, when he gets back here next week, we'll talk to you about some of his new uh, positions, but he's still in the mortgage game. You can find him at scottwood15.com. But if you're trying to find that new construction, trying to buy a new home in the Triangle, Hometown Realty is your best bet. Go to myhtr.com. That's myhtr.com. You can buy, sell, calculate six locations from here to the coast, more than 250 agents. You're trying to get into that new construction. You're trying to get the best deals out there. Uh, in this new construction every day, you, I drive in from Garner, and I see it all on 401, and it's unbelievable. It's obviously all coming down in the next few years, next few months, but if you want to get in, on the best deals in the real estate business, it's Hometown Realty. It's myhtr.com. And, of course, my friend Josh Whitaker is a big state fan. For all of your legal and law needs, check him out. It's wh.lawyer. What a great URL, wh.lawyer. Josh Whitaker, Joe Hamer. Josh is a big state fan, so you got to support those state guys where you can. And, again, it's wh.lawyer. You can also check him out in Shady's in downtown Garner. And of course, I do like to knock out all of my ads in, in, in one swoop here on Law of the Wolf. Homefield Apparel, they have great stuff, homefieldapparel.com. On your first order, you can save 15% OG23. Now they are out of the jackets. I'm going to take quite, I'm going to take some responsibility for that because you guys did a great job of supporting us over the holidays and going to homefieldapparel.com. I think you'll see some other great stuff there, some, some hoodies and some great shirts. Uh, great selection, so go check them out. And again, save 15% by using that promo code OG23. And, you know, you're going to be over at the arena. They got Pitt this week uh, at home. You're going to be over at PNC or, you're gonna, or during the football season when you're over at Carter-Finley or maybe hockey, you're checking out a game, breeze through. The, you can't go wrong with the Dark Roast Coffee. You can't go wrong with their beer selection. We've done the OG proper from the Beer Cave. Great stuff. Can't miss it. Um, all, 17 different locations here in the state of North Carolina got you covered. If you're trying to go over to Cary, Garner, uh, the McDee's through and Cary is the Taj there. They got all the great spots, all the snacks that you need, all of your all your different cares that you need. They have them covered at the Breeze Through. We appreciate Adam and his crew for supporting us here at Law of the Wolf. While the women are cruising towards a number one seed, potentially, in the NCAA tournament, the Wolfpack men are just trying to get into the field for the second year in a row. And now they have two wins in a row. They beat Miami, and now they have the win over Georgia Tech. And you might be thinking, okay, cool, they beat Georgia Tech, so what? Uh, truth of the matter is, I've been saying this all year on the OG proper, I just don't think there's that big of a difference between teams two through 15 in the ACC. And I know Notre Dame and, and Louisville are, have their struggles, but they also have their wins. Notre Dame beat uh, Virginia and Louisville just beat Florida State. They also have a win over Clemson. So, and even Carolina, you know, uh, 
they're going to cruise and they're going to win the league for sure and all those good things. They lost down in Atlanta to Georgia Tech because they had an off night. It happens. Um, so NC State's now 15 and 7 on the season. They are 76 in the net, but it is important to remember that your net doesn't matter, but your opponents does with an asterisk because this is one thing I wanted to talk about as we head down the stretch here. Uh, also, NC State's non-conference strength of schedule is 289. All right, let's go to last year here. I'm going to pull up the yellow pad from last year, and this is what NC State did last year. And this is a team that made the NCAA tournament. Uh, they were an 11 seed. They went 23 and 10 during the regular season. They were one in six in Q1 games. And you're going, Joe, one in six doesn't sound like that's going to get you into the NCAA tournament. Well, it did. Uh, 23 and 10 overall, 245 uh, SOS outside of the league. Not great, but obviously not awful. And then their net was 45. But again, your net doesn't matter, but your opponent's does. Now, if you look at the Q1, I've broken it down wins on the left and losses on the right. Last year in Q1, the only win they had was when they beat Duke at home in January. The teams that they lost to, Kansas, Virginia, Miami, Duke on the road. Um, I circled them in green because those are teams that made the NCAA tournament. They also lost to Clemson and North Carolina in Q1. Clemson on the road, Carolina on the road. In Q2 last year, State won seven games, lost four. Interesting to me, though, the win over Miami, the win over Duke, those wind up being wins over teams in the NCAA tournament. If you look at Clemson last year, and if you look at North Carolina last year, two teams that were on the bubble with NC State, and in the case of both, Clemson swept NC State, did not get in last year. Uh, North Carolina split with NC State last year, did not get in. Duke and Miami were the two best teams in the league record-wise, and with Virginia, and Duke and Miami, NC State beat both of them. Uh, if you go back to last year, Carolina didn't beat either one of those teams. Clemson didn't beat either one of those teams. So that's our Clemson did beat Duke last year, but did not have the win over Miami. Clemson also had a bad loss. And I don't have on the chart here Q3 or Q4 because there's nothing bad from Q3 or Q4 for NC State. As long as you avoid those losses in Q3, Q4, you're fine. So this is 2023. This is last year. This is a team that made the NCAA tournament. You'll note one and six Q1, not great. Seven and four Q2, good. But I've circled the games in green against the NCAA tournament teams, two and five. All right, let's go to 2019. This is a team that obviously famously did not make the NCAA tournament. This is a team that went 22 and 11. Uh, this is a team that was 33 in the net. They were the highest rated team in the net to not make the tournament. They did have a red mark. That was their non-conference strength of schedule. That was dead last at 343. They finished that year 3-9 and nine in Q1. You'll note that's more wins than last year. They were 5-0 and oh in Q2, so 8-9 and nine in Q1 and Q2 combined. However, if you look at two of those Q1 wins from that season, Clemson and Penn State, those were over teams that did not make the NCAA tournament field. They did beat Syracuse that year at home. They also beat Auburn. Uh, shouts to Debbie Yao for the famous we period beat period Auburn tweet. Um, NC State went two and nine against teams against the field. I think that was the year that they looked at the teams in the ACC who went to the NCAA tournament 
Virginia, Carolina, Duke. Uh, those were all number one seeds. And then Virginia Tech, Florida State, and Louisville also made the field, as did Syracuse. The only one of those teams that NC State beat was Syracuse. And obviously that wasn't enough to get them into the tournament that year. Again, highlighting what they did against the teams who made the NCAA tournament field and the number of opportunities that they had against those against those teams. I think the committee said to them, here were all of your opportunities to show us you belong in the field of 68. And every time they failed in one of those Q1 opportunities, which weren't just Q1s, they were opportunities against other teams in the field. I think that's important. So now let's pull up this year's resume. And if you go to any site right now, you will not see NC State in projected to make the NCAA field. As we talk each week on the OG with Patrick Stevens from the Washington Post, he always explains to us, this is a projection of what's happening right now. This is not, I mean, this is a, a, a snapshot of what's happening right now. It's not a projection of what's going to happen. The way I look at it for NC State, 15 and 7 overall, 289 strength of schedule. It's not great, but it's also not 343. And the net, again, your net doesn't matter. Uh, only your opponents does. With an asterisk, uh, 76 with that net. Now, NC State, as we speak, Tuesday, February 6th, 0-5 against in Q1 games. And all five of those Q1 teams, I am projecting with a green circle, I think anyone with a, a half a brain would as well, to make the NCAA tournament. Tennessee, BYU, UNC, UVA, Ole Miss. Uh, in Q2, NC State is 4-2, and two, but as you see, I've circled Virginia. That's the only one right now that we would probably sanely, confidently project, project to make the NCAA field. I know others might disagree. I think Wake Forest has a chance to get there. I think Virginia Tech has a chance to get there. I think Syracuse has a chance to get there. Um, uh, Pittsburgh, still alive. Florida State uh, hurting themselves. Clemson, obviously hurting themselves. Those are games coming up for NC State. Right now, they're, they would be 1-5 in five against teams in the NCAA field. Spoiler, that is not good enough to make the NCAA tournament. So what does NC State have to do to get themselves into the tournament field? Well, listen, I, I think it's going to be hard to project because what is going to happen? Like we saw in 19, the teams that made the field, they were all kind of no-brainers. Louisville and Syracuse were, were towards the end of the bubble there, but uh, really kind of all no-brainers. Florida State was a, a fire breather, and I said UVA, Duke, and UNC were all number one seats. Virginia Tech ended up in the Elite Eight that year. Um, you know, this year, and then last year, when you look at last year's field, and it, it, it kind of makes sense when you look at it, but you wouldn't have known that while we were going through it. You wouldn't have known that Carolina wasn't an NCAA tournament team. Uh, you wouldn't have known Clemson really wasn't an NCAA tournament team. And that's kind of how I look at how this thing is going to finish out because I think you want to get to Washington and I think, which is where the ACC tournament is. I think you want to get there and I think you're going to want to win twice if you're on the bubble at a minimum uh, because you do not want to fool around. I think one of the best things NC State has on that sheet right now, there's no bad marks. Um, you know, like I said, Clemson and Florida State, they each have a mark. Even Virginia uh, is being dinged for that Notre Dame loss. NC State does not have that. They don't have great shakes out of the league. No doubt about that. You saw that with uh, the losses in Q1 
BYU is the one I keep saying, you know, they were up at the half and it looked like one of those that they could put in their back pocket and save for later. The template, though, is from last year, still there for them. Um, so they have four, they have nine games left in the league. Now you'll mention, you'll notice I have not mentioned their league record at all because it's not that important. What is important is beating the other teams who the committee views as being relevant to the field. And they have four games left at home in Pitt, Syracuse, Boston College, and Duke. I, I think Syracuse and Duke are must. I mean, Syracuse, Boston College, to avoid any kind of Q3 mark, must win. I think Duke is a must win. I actually think Pitt on Wednesday is a must win, too, if, you, if you're really getting after it here. So I think they need to go 4-0 at home. And then they have five road games. Florida State, Carolina, Pitt, Wake, Clemson. I could see them actually winning one of them and still being able to play their way into the NCAA tournament. It's probably not the cleanest and easiest road in the history of the world, but I think it's going to come down to like, can Wake Forest keep their shit together? Like Wake Forest gets to the half, they look unbelievable, and then they stink in the second half until they had Syracuse down and Winston-Salem. That's what's important to them. It's, it's what do these teams who you've already beaten in Virginia and Wake Forest, can they stay on track? And then can you add a few to that? I think Duke is really important, and that's going to be a tough spot on the on the schedule because it comes, they're only Saturday, Monday. Every team gets a Saturday, Monday. Uh, theirs is Carolina on the road, March 2nd, Duke at home, March 4th. We'll get into, obviously, all that when we get there. Uh, but I just want to point out, like NC State made the tournament last year on a very similar path. And I realize that people are mad. I realize people uh, didn't like the way that the team responded after the big win over Wake Forest with the Virginia Tech, Virginia Syracuse losses. But that's a three-game losing streak against similar teams. And I think the more we watch the ACC this year, the more we see these teams get kind of jumbled together. And I think it's important for NC State. You, you just want to try to stack some wins together and keep separated. Uh, that 7-4 and four league mark right now, you know, the only teams that are in front of them, Duke seven and three, Virginia nine and three, and Carolina ten and one. I, I, and I think all of those teams will be in the NCAA tournament. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. Um, it's a little bit of like you're rooting for state, then you're rooting for the teams that they beat. And then you're probably rooting against a Syracuse, a Clemson, a Florida State, Virginia Tech. Uh, you want to see those teams kind of uh, fumble down the wayside. But Truth of the matter is, I, I think they're all going to kind of beat each other. And if you thought last year was difficult to sort, uh, if you're a Clemson fan, you certainly did. Um, yeah, I think this year is going to be a very similar. And so it's always important to remember, too, when Selection Sunday gets here, NC State, if they're on the bubble, they're going to be compared to the other teams on the bubble. You're not compared to Carolina, a team who's potentially a number one seed. You're not compared to you know Kansas, a team that's going to be fighting for a number one or a number two seed. You're compared to the other teams on the bubble. And as they showed last year, you can get into the tournament by having a successful record. Not even a successful record, right? Uh, last year, they were they were two and five against NCAA teams. You can get in just by having wins over other teams in the NCAA tournament field. So something to think about as we get down the stretch here in the second half of the ACC tournament schedule. Again, a uh, great event Monday night over at Reynolds Coliseum. And they have a big game. The women have a big game on Thursday. Uh, we'll love to see another big crowd out there for that Virginia Tech game. 
and you know they're 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 fighting for the regular season and like i said they'll have a chance to be a number one seed in the NCAA tournament would love to see west break through and get that final four bid that has eluded him in the program and then the men uh, they get uh, pit on wednesday and then they go to winston-salem on saturday we will be back next week i will have scott wood back next week scott wood uh you, if you need any kind of home mortgage loan needs refi action you can check him out it's scottwood15.com that's scottwood15.com so since there's a uh, game on tuesday next week oh no there's no game there's no game during the week next week so we will be here tuesday uh we'll be right back tuesday with scott wood and again check him out at scottwood15.com and if you can help him out uh, the kyao cancer fund uh, such a great event the play for k games Check them out at kyow.com. We'll see you guys next week right here on Law of the Wolf. Wolfpack ain't for soft. It ain't for soft people.